when you deep dive into the world of your subconscious mind, you will meet the powerful creator that you are meant to be. Leave old and dysfunctional patterns behind. Have and become what you really want and not just what you think you can. Develop a new relationship with the world and embrace your true destiny. Welcome to the Prosperity Mindset with Robert Sempesh. All right, everyone, welcome back. And in this episode, as I promised, I will talk about panic attacks and how panic attacks got people off from prosperity. As you know, the topic of this channel is prosperity, which means a quality of life, your high quality of life. And that could mean several things. It could mean the quality of your relationship, the quality of your personal health, and the quality of your finances. So when you feel prosperous at the unconscious level, you will conduct and live a good life. So that's the main theme of my channel. And as I mentioned, today's episode is about panic attacks. And while a lot of articles on the internet may tell you that there's no certain way or no surefire way to prevent panic attacks or panic disorders, I'd like you to know upfront that statement is highly inaccurate. The recipe exists. I have developed the recipe. I have used it for five years worldwide, and it works like magic. Has already proven thousands of times around the globe, and the thousands of people who had very severe panic attacks, they are now doing really well. So in this episode, I will break down what panic attacks are, what they are not, and if you are struggling with this or a loved one is struggling with it, then you can certainly have them listen to this podcast and follow the suggestions. If you are a therapist or a coach and would like to learn how to help people with panic attacks, then you could go to my website, amindinstitute.com, and we have coaching certification programs where we teach you how to work with the subconscious mind and how to help people come out of their emotional problems and traumas permanently. So let's get into this episode, and I will probably shift a lot of your misperceptions and misconceptions about panic attacks. And what are these panic attacks? In all honesty, I did not know much about panic attacks, say, 20 years ago, but I had them. I was struggling with them. And the way I felt it, it was like the sudden episode of episodes of intense fear, different triggers, whether it was in a company meeting or after interacting with somebody. And they seemed very frightening. And it felt like I was losing control. I was taken to the emergency room. I got morphine shots. And I'm saying it to you because I didn't have the vocabulary at the time to, to articulate what my problem was. But those were very severe panic attacks. And in this episode, I will break down to you guys what that means, why it's important that you address it right away. And what it isn't, because most people are not understanding what it's, what's really happening behind the scenes. Now, many people can have several panic attacks throughout their life, but some are more memorable than others. And when they are over, you might be, you know, kind of like what happened to me. I had to take three days off work, and then I went back, and the problem, or the problems, seemingly went away. However, when there was an additional or some other stressful situation these panic attacks come back. And now you should know the reason why. Because 
anything that is unresolved at the unconscious level will come back for you to face it and resolve it. A morphine shot was just a treatment, treating the symptom, you know, to give me the temporary rest and get out of my panic mode. But it did not address, of course, the unconscious root cause. So that's what I will talk about here. Now, if you had repeating, recurring, or unexpected panic attacks, you might also know that you are living in a constant fear of another attack. So in other words, once you have it, you don't know when the next one strikes. It's a fear in itself. And some therapists or doctors label the symptoms, call the symptom as a panic disorder. Well, here's my take on that. And next week, I will talk about PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder. I don't like the word disorder because there's nothing disorderly about having a panic attack when you have unresolved, unconscious stuff. It's very orderly. It happens very predictably and very precisely. So even though while I'm playing a little bit with the word, I'm saying it only so that you know that it's not something out of control. It's not something that there is no solution to. It is a very predictable and a very precise outcome of, as I mentioned, the unresolved, unconscious stuff. Now, most often, these panic attacks are not life-threatening, but they are very scary. I mean, if you had them, you know. You know, it might feel like you're having a heart attack. Or you might feel like you're losing control. You might feel you, you have your story. But here is the deal again, and this is the point I want you to learn once and for all, because once you embrace this knowingness and this responsibility, your life will change for the better. These are simply signals from your unconscious to examine your old stories, your old beliefs, and your deep inner world and sort it out. Okay, I'll say it again because it's huge. Simply a panic attack, anxiety, anything that is seemingly adverse in your life are just signals from the unconscious world for you to examine your old stories, your old beliefs, your deep inner world and sort them out. Okay, because once you do that, all of those symptoms, these negative symptoms will go away. Now, if you don't know what you're supposed to do with that, I get it. That's why mentorship exists and that's why high-level coaching exists. But if you don't do that, if you don't sort them out, if you don't learn about your beliefs, if you don't learn about how to fix your stories, the symptoms will continue to accumulate and then will lead to even bigger problems. So when I talk to clients, they say panic attacks just seem so sudden. They come out of nowhere. They just happen without warning. And I can relate. But it's not nearly as random as it may seem. These are triggered by events and interactions. For example, if you interact with others, maybe they trigger the panic attack. Maybe when you feel challenged or confronted, maybe they trigger this fear mechanism. If you listen to my previous podcasts, then you understand and you remember that I talk about domino effects. A lot of our irrational fears, a lot of our non-functional life circumstances or domino effects of stuff we, we never addressed at the unconscious level. It's never too late. You can always do it or always learn. But the whole empowerment in this message is that you understand that you're supposed to monitor your emotions, and if you don't like something, then you start learning how to examine them and how to sort them out. 
panic attacks may also be initiated by being in a situation that is not 100% nurturing. It could come while you're driving a car, maybe at the mall, maybe at a public place. Could also be in a dream. People can have panic attacks in a dream. We call them nightmares most often, or could be even in a professional setting, such as a business meeting. And panic attacks have many different variations, but the symptoms usually peak within a few seconds. So say that you interact with somebody and it doesn't go as you wanted it. It's maybe confrontational. It might, might have animosity in it, might trigger something in you. And in the moment, your survival mechanism kicks in. You might come out ahead. So you think, but all of a sudden you walk away and 30 seconds later or a minute later, you might feel like your head's just spinning and you just can't sort things out anymore. And those are signs of uh, of panic attacks. Sometimes it comes with dizziness, lightheadedness, or even faintness. There are some bodily sensations of numbness, tingling sensations. It could be hot flashes and sweating. Some people reported they had chills. Maybe shortness of breath, or tightness in the chest, or tightness in the throat, rapid and pounding heart rate, trembling or shaking. Okay, and and the list goes on. But I have learned something really interesting many, many, many years ago that any kind of trembling in the body suggests unreleased fear. So these are unreleased, unresolved negative emotions. And when you resolve them, the the trembling will stop and your life changes. So. Another thing, and I will get into this, and this is going to be sort of the icing on the cake, that people who have panic attacks, they also have a sense of danger, an elevated sense of danger, because they don't feel safe. Now, some of you can immediately relate to it, but if you're like me, I used to be a badass. To me, if somebody said, well, this is happening because you don't feel safe, I would have said, get get real, you know, this this is crazy. But... That's exactly what's causing it. You know, just really a handful of things that cause panic attacks. And when you address those, you can overcome that and move up several notches in life and you no longer have to suffer. I mentioned this, that once there's an episode, you don't know when the next one is coming. And that that alone is enough to create intense fears. And what I have seen, and you might be doing it too, I kind of did it to some degree, we start participating less and less in events, social events, and eventually shrink and then start living a smaller and smaller life. And this kind of shrinking is the opposite of prosperity. This is the opposite of well-being. So that's why it's important to, to know this, even at just the introductory level that I'm doing in these podcasts, because then you realize that you've got a way out and you have a job to do and you know the solution exists and then you can watch your own behaviors are you shrinking and are you restricting in these situations because then you're actually cutting yourself off from prosperity and well-being if you have these panic attack symptoms then you absolutely have to seek out a highly trained coach or a competent therapist and some people say that they are not dangerous it's absolutely not true because they can lead to divorce, they can lead to all sorts of medical conditions. So when someone tells you it's not dangerous, maybe it's not in the beginning, not dangerous in the beginning, but anything unresolved will build in its strength, will grow, and will take over. So the symptoms do get worse without any type of uh, attention and resolution. And here I'm going to give you guys a few 
basic foundational pieces that could help you understand where they come from because you have to understand where they come from. If you don't know what causes what, you will be focusing on the symptom and obviously, you know, you'll be talking about a symptom for many, many decades and then the real problem never gets solved and that gets ugly. Some people have the genetics and they have unresolved ancestral stories and they might say things like, well, you know, my mom used to have the same thing. You know, my, my grandparents had the same thing. Well, here's the deal. You have tools and techniques to change all that. You have everything available to you to change that. You might not know of it, but I teach that. So even if you say that, you know, we've always had this, well, then you can stop that. You need to learn the right technique. You need to learn what it is that's causing it. And you can literally end that cycle once and for all. Some people are sensitive to stress. I mentioned that people use the word stress a lot and it's not very descriptive. But sensitivity to stress is created at the unconscious level. Because when we are overly sensitive to something, there's a story, unresolved stuff behind that sensitivity. Very often, we are compensating. That sensitive self is compensating for something that we are not aware of or don't want to talk about. I used to struggle with this. I was so sensitive all my life. People even made fun of me, and I realized that sensitivity was a byproduct of me suppressing and repressing a lot of my disowned self-identities, crazy limiting beliefs and stuff. And now I am still very psychically sensitive. I can feel what people think, but I'm not sensitive to stress. I'm not sensitive to the things that used to really bug me. So if this is you, then you need to understand again, no one's an exception, by the way, to this, that at the unconscious level, you've got some work to do. And the sooner you learn it and the sooner you embrace it, the faster you can come out of pain and suffering. This unresolved negative emotions, I have an episode about that, how they accumulate and they don't decompose. They will build and build and build until they crush you. So it's absolutely imperative that you take care of them. There could be environmental effects, such as certain environments. I used to struggle with noise when we lived in a noisy part of town, noisy part of the city. You know, these loud cars and loud motorcycles were going by and I just felt like throwing a rock at them or brick because I was so irritated. So those environmental effects can trigger the panic attacks, okay? All of those are, by the way, just masks, masking unresolved wounds in your mind, in the uh, unconscious. People have done, or the research has been done on panic attacks, and there's findings, if you will, that there's a fight-or-flight response gets triggered because some people perceive a situation that is dangerous, challenging, or even unsafe. And this starts a domino effect, which then leads to the panic attack. And I agree with it. I agree with that statement because the domino effect is what you feel, but what causes it is what you need to learn about. That's what needs to be healed. That's what needs to be eliminated. And then your panic attacks, the symptoms, the byproducts will go away. I want you to really start seeing how crazy this is because it gets in the way of people's action-taking strategy because a lot of people with panic attacks will self-sabotage more often than not. And I have seen this many times. I have seen this numerous times. They say yes, but don't follow through. They don't walk the walk and they don't talk the talk. So the question is, why is that? Why is that? 
Why is it that so many people, I'm talking about billions of people, have panic attacks and anxiety, and they are the ones that self-sabotage the most often, who actually should be taking action most often? Because all of these unresolved conflicts in their subconscious mind cause them to feel torn, to feel conflicted, and it causes them to be uncertain, and the way they make decisions will cut them off from the real rewards, the fruits, and the harvest. Once you understand that you have the right to have a good life, you have the ability to create a good life, but you have to work through your subconscious stuff, it's not a punishment, it's a requirement, then you'll be able to start shifting out of the old pain, the old misery, even the suffering, and then build a life that's worth living. And as you know, when these things are unresolved, the panic attacks and the panic disorder can almost become an everyday thing of people's lives. And unfortunately, I see this. Many people have a very low quality of life because they live in the state of fear. So let's get into what you can do because I had mentioned that it is just really a collection of unconscious programs and more and more people are awakening and learning about this. And of course, it's complex. And this is what I do. I teach coaches, I teach clients and help people come out of these devastating patterns that rob them of a good life. But it can only happen when you take charge, when you say, I want it, and you really are serious about it. Because if you are not sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're not getting anywhere in life. So if you just tell yourself, this is all there is, I can't do this, I can't heal, I can't get better, I can't claim certain rewards, well, you, will, you just told yourself to actually just resign. And that's common, but that's not what you're supposed to do. I have also seen where people replace the mental work and the mental healing with physical activity. I'm an athlete, you know, I'm a runner, I'm a swimmer, I'm, I hike every day. So physical activity is very huge, but that is absolutely not a replacement for your subconscious work. And these people that think that the physical activity will be the fix are completely unaware of what's really happening behind the scenes. Yes, I mentioned workout. Yes, sweat. Take care of your body. But without the unconscious change work, you are setting yourself up for long-term failure. It's huge. So let's do an exercise here. And this, again, in, is in the context of panic attacks because that's the topic today. But... Imagine yourself in an environment surrounded by people who completely love you. You're unconditionally loved. Nobody is shaming anything about you. You are in a place, in an environment where you're fully accepted. All of your past stories, all of your past shame, all of your past guilt, they don't exist here. So you're completely guilt-free, shame-free. You're fully loved and fully accepted. You're in an environment where you feel safe. You feel protected and the people you are with are supportive and you feel completely and utterly safe. Nothing can harm you. Nothing will harm you. Nothing negative will happen. You can relax and just lean back and breathe, knowing that everything is all right now. So while you're in that state, can you feel panicky at all? Can you feel panicky in this state? Is it possible for a panic attack to strike? 
Is it needed in this state for you to be defensive at all? Do you feel the need to search for means of protection from something or someone? The answer is what? Is no. You don't have to fight. You don't have to act and feel apprehensive. You don't have to wonder if you can trust a person. You're simply in a state where you have what you deep down in your core really want. You have love, you have safety, and you have security. And that's what's missing, guys. And that's why I wrote my book called The Mastering of Your Mind, available on Amazon. And I talk about these things. I talk about love in Chapter 8. I talk about safety in Chapter 7 and security in Chapter 7 too and how you can use this knowledge to sort out your inner beliefs, sort out your inner subconscious structures so that you no longer have to have this panic attack hit you seemingly out of nowhere. And when you feel loved at the unconscious level, you can't fool yourself by tapping. You can't fool yourself by affirming. You can't fool yourself by doing all the superficial stuff that most people do. You have to really learn how to ship these things at the unconscious level. There are potentially hundreds and hundreds of things. But once you sort them out, they, they will stay fixed. And when you feel loved and safe and secure at the unconscious level, something really cool is going to happen. On my website, amindinstitute.com, we have a program specifically developed to help people with panic attacks, with anxiety. And then when you shift away from those, you can develop your core competence. You can develop your good attitudes. You can start laughing again. You can start feeling great. Your productivity will go up. Your performance will go up. Your health will go up, okay? And this program is called the Ultimate Breakthrough Formula. This is the ultimate breakthrough formula that we have been teaching all over the world. And literally within just a few sessions, people come out of the most paralyzing situations. I had clients who couldn't go to work anymore. They had to be carried, literally carried in, into my practice. And after two sessions or three sessions, they went back to work. They got promoted. Now they are in leadership positions. So... All of these things, guys, are fixable. You have to be very, very determined to come out of your suffering and leave it behind because part of the subconscious world is controlled by our ego. And if your ego is more attached to suffering and misery, then you will choose that instead of healing and rising above it. Okay? So that's a conscious choice you have to make. How badly do you want to have a good life? Versus buying into that old, the way of the ego, which is the staying stuck, not changing, staying miserable. This is the new consciousness that humanity is facing. This is the new world that we have been exposed to or we are being exposed to. And now we have to make decisions that come from a higher consciousness. And we have to make decisions that are benefiting us as well as the whole, the collective. And then we will stop this crazy several thousand year old story of our misery and suffering and actually achieve something finally in this life. So when you heal yourself at the unconscious level and you feel loved, you feel safe and you feel secure and you leave the routine and the boredom behind, you will develop a new meaning to life. Okay? You'll have a new meaning to life. All of that chaos, that meaninglessness, that uselessness that is keeping humanity stuck will be left behind. And you'll be able to start using your gifts. You'll be able to start, you know, sharing your gifts. You'll feel good. You'll feel good in the body. 
and you'll be able to achieve great results. And all of those things then will lead to amazing prosperity. It will reflect in your relationship quality, it will reflect in your health, and it will reflect in your finances. All right, guys, so this is the end of the podcast. Go to my website, amindinstitute.com. I offer several programs that are designed to help you overcome panic attacks. And I will also make a podcast coming in the next few weeks about depression and what you can do about it. So it's amindinstitute.com. The book is available on Amazon called The Mastering of Your Mind. It is a rock solid recipe that took me 10 years to put together. I calibrated that for 10 years and thousands of times. It gives you the foundational recipe for a functional and happy life. And you can take things to the next level from then. Talk to you guys next week. The topic will be PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Talk then. Cheers.